Hi, everybody. I'm Joshua Danziger. And I'm Ethan Campfield. And this is The Young Perspective, where we talk about America's biggest political and social dilemmas from the eyes of two high schoolers. So this week, everybody, was a historic week. President Joe Biden was nominated this past Wednesday. He became president at 12 a.m., p.m.? Uh, p.m. 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Ending President Trump's presidency and starting a whole new period in United States history. So what can we expect from President Biden? Well, today you'll find out here at The Young Perspective. So on Biden's first day, he signed 17 executive orders, the biggest of which were, there were a few. One of them was that he wanted to focus on the pandemic. He instated a 100 days masking challenge, which basically just challenges everyone to wear a mask every day for 100 days. And he also enforced mask wearing in federal and public spaces. He also re-entered in the World Health Organization after Trump left it. And he bolstered DACA and is going to send a bill to Congress to get Dreamers a path to citizenship. He also ended the Muslim ban and he ended the border wall construction. And he re-entered the Paris Climate Accords after Trump also left that. He also reinforced part of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 to require that the federal government does not discriminate on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation. And he extended a federal moratorium on evictions. Uh, he also paused federal student loan debt. So what we've seen here from Biden was predictable. We knew a lot of this was going to happen, uh, as presidents do on the first day of their term. In the first you know, 10 days or 100 days, they try to reverse the stuff from the past president that they didn't like. And they try to get a lot done through executive orders. And that, that is what Biden did. Yeah, it was During- the most executive orders on the first day of presidency in U.S. history. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. During Biden's inaugural speech, there was a common theme. It was that Biden is going to unite this country. So Biden claims that this country is divided after the Trump presidency. An example of that can be seen from two weeks ago, January 6th, uh, from the Capitol riots, where you had Trumpists you know, invading the Capitol. That seems like a pretty divided country. So you have a divided country, and Biden's goal is to come in here, come to the presidency, and unite us once again as a nation should. Uh, President Lincoln has a great quote about a divided country. He says, a house divided cannot stand. And President Biden will be using, and President Biden is taking this example to unite this country. Um, And and the way he does this is going to be different than a Republican president does. But he has vowed time and again that he will be a president not only for the, the 78 million people that voted for him, but the 70 million people that voted for Trump. Because Biden recognizes, even though he may have gotten the majority of votes, there are still millions and millions of people who may not love him, who may not have voted for him, but he still has a responsibility to be their president because he wants to unite this country. The only way he can do that is to, is to represent everybody, all the citizens of the U.S., Yeah, and how will he unite the U.S.? How will he represent both sides? He's going to work across both aisles of of Congress. Obviously, he's going to work with the Democrats in Congress to pass legislation that he wants, but he also wants to work with Republicans, get Democrats in the Congress to work with Republicans. He wants to work with Republicans 
he wants to bring both sides of the aisle together again so they're not so polarized and so divided and that actual good legislation can come out of Congress. And Biden actually has a history of doing this. During his many, many, many years as a senator, he worked across the aisle many, many times to get legislation passed. So we're hoping his experience as a senator can get things done as a president. You heard Lindsey Graham a few weeks ago when he was talking about Biden. He said that he didn't want him to win, but that they were best friends and that they traveled the world together, but they just had different opinions on certain things. And that shows that even when you have certain opinions, different policy, you can still work together and get along well. And so Biden's going to try and do that and try and unite our country like it was in years before. And so things that Biden's going to work on to try and unite our country, first of all, he wants to focus on foreign policy. Trump basically tried to step away from the world stage, try and take out the U.S. from a lot of United Nations organizations or political organizations. America first put us away from each other. Biden wants to re-enter organizations. He wants us to be part of the world again. He wants us to you know, be it again. He wants to repair our alliances and plan a global summit for democracy. So an example of this is Biden rejoining the World Health Organization, even though personally, I believe the World Health Organization is inept, corrupt, run by China. I don't think they get anything productive done. Even despite that, I do believe it's important during a pandemic for the United States to have a presence there. So I'm glad Biden is rejoining who other organizations Biden will be strengthening the U.S. ties to NATO once again, which is very good. It's important to keep a good standing with our allies. You know, that projects U.S. power all over the world. It makes sure that when an enemy arises, we and our allies are able to, you know, crush them together. Trump did not have a very good public image in our foreign affairs. A lot of countries did not like him. He did not get along with a lot of world leaders. And so Biden would just be a more friendly face. And Biden will work towards strengthening our alliances with other countries versus Trump, who diminished them. As Biden was running, one of the biggest things he ran on was criminal justice and police reform. And this was after the killing of George Floyd last June in 2020, which sparked outrage and riots um, and and peaceful protests around the country, uh, advocating for police reform, advocating that Black Lives Matter. Um, So so, uh, while running for president, Biden vowed that in his presidency, he would support the black community. Um, And one of the ways he would do that is criminal justice and increasing police reform. In his first 100 days, Biden plans to create a commission on police presence in cities throughout the U.S., and he plans to have the Justice Department look into different cities' police systems and how they may discriminate against some groups um, and how they can be improved. He also has vowed to invest $300 million into community policing measures across the U.S. This goes into Biden's whole goal of increasing racial equality and equality as a whole throughout the country. As we've seen, especially, again, from the Capitol riots two weeks ago, there are a lot of people especially far right, and then you have some far left too, who do not approve of many other people in this country. There's a lot of division. Some of the shirts we saw two weeks ago were 6 million, was not enough, referring to 6 million Jews killed in the Holocaust. We saw a lynching stand in front of the Capitol. That's an example of how racially divided we are, and Biden wants to help bridge those gaps between our different races, different religions as well, and our different groups in this country. Another big aspect of Biden's presidency and what he wants to get done is he wants to make Affordable Care Act 2.0. Basically, it's his version of the Affordable Care Act where he wants to create a public and private option. He wants to build on what Obama created during his presidency, and he just wants to make it more affordable, and he also wants to add the the public and private option to it. And that will be interesting to see now that 
the Democrats put both the House and the Senate, whether that will pass or not. And he also wants to focus on the climate. He did that by rejoining the Paris Climate Accords, which are a group of 200 countries that pledge to move away from fossil fuels and work towards uh, repairing our climate. And he also wants to help the Democrats uh, create bills in Congress to help our climate. However, he doesn't want to sign the Green New Deal, which is a big climate bill that uh, the Democrats um, on the left, the far left, have opposed. Another important aspect of any presidency is the economy. And this will be front and center during Biden's presidency as the economy had been hurting during the coronavirus pandemic, 20 million people unemployed, um, you know, people don't have enough money. The markets are doing pretty well, but still the economy is struggling. So Biden plans to make major investments in the economy to boost economic growth and domestic growth, especially during his four years, during the first four years of his presidency, he hopes to create 5 million jobs. And when I originally heard this, I thought this was crazy. That's just a lot of jobs. But after I realized that there are 20 or 25 million people unemployed, 5 million jobs seems a lot more reasonable then, right? There are people who are, could fill these jobs. And I know there are a lot of industries in tech and uh, manufacturing that could use more workers. He plans to create these jobs through a plan called Made in America, which would pour $400 billion into procurement measures to boost domestic manufacturing as well as an additional $300 billion into research and development domestically. So he wants to bring jobs back from Asia and bring them back to the U.S. in the Made in America plan, and hopefully that will help add to his jobs quota. And so part of that Made in America plan is bringing everyone back into America, bringing our jobs back into America, bringing our manufacturing back into America, and bolstering our economy, bolstering our middle class, and that's all Biden wants to do. That's all Biden wants to do. He wants to bring everything back into America, reinstate our core values, and reinstate our unity as a country. And so I feel like his the next four years of his presidency are going to be heavily focused on trying to repair the damages done by Donald Trump in terms of dividing our country so greatly. So we're just going to have to wait and see. We hope our predictions for the next four years and some of our summary of what happened during Biden's first days as president uh, enriched your mind and taught you something. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of The Young Perspective. You can find more of us at theyoungperspective.net. You can also email us at ejtheyoungperspective at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And this was The Young Perspective.